What is up, everybody? It's your girl, Savon, and you are tuned into I'll Grab the Wine. I'll Grab the Wine is a show for the girls and the gals who sometimes need a little wine to say what's on their mind. Here, we celebrate success, blackness, and womanhood, so get a glass and listen fast, and I'll grab the wine. Honey, it is that time. It's October. I'm so excited, y'all. I had me, one of, what, what, they, what the girls say? Uh, we had a time this weekend. Do you hear me? Because, baby, I went to New Orleans. I told y'all last week that this is my first girls trip in a long time. And when I tell you I had a time, I had a time. But I'm paying for it because everything this week, I feel like, has just like I blinked and we're it's Wednesday. So I just feel like, oh, yeah. But, you know, God is good. The devil is busy, but God is good. Hallelujah. Okay. But um, we got a lot to talk about today. So before all of that, let's shout out to our sponsors. Coming to us, coming soon to a city near you is Pawpaw's Tasty Foods. You can have whatever you like when Pawpaw's in town. Make sure you follow them at Pawpaw's Tasty Foods. Could you see your product on I'll Grab the Wine? Contact us today about advertising and sponsorship opportunities. All right, y'all. I'm so excited for the person that's here today. I actually met them at uh, a networking event. And let me tell you how God works, okay? We have been networking since then. I mean, talking about following each other, like, yes, girling each other and everything. You know, once you're my friend online, you're my friend in my head and in real life. So um, I'm glad to have my new friend on today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Okay, y'all? Here we go. Hey, guys. Oh, you cute. I love that little intro you got. You I was know, doing it. You know how he's doing when I can't. <laughs> Give him a little tight. But yes, ma'am, tell him, tell him all about you because you are something to brag about, Miss Ma'am. You're sweet. No, my name's Taylor B. I work at the Shade Room. I'm the director of social for the Shade Room teens specifically. Um, I'm also uh, the founder of a podcast called NOFB, um, which stands for No Fuck Boys. So, um, you know, you know, had some a lot of them in my life. So I had to had to let it out in an outlet, a positive outlet. <laughs> and I'll drink to that. Okay. Somebody's here for you, girl. Period. I had to, you know, this is a new feature that I well, it's not new, but it's new to me. So I just want to feature. I like it. Pop that on the screen. See? Oh, okay, Ashley. Ah, pop that on the screen. Look at that. Ashley. <laughs> What's up, Ashley? Okay. But no, you guys, this topic today is near and dear to me because you know that we're on a personal inventory journey right now. If you've been tuning in or if you're new to the show, we're on um personally. I am on a personal inventory um, just pathway. And what is personal inventory? That just means that you take accountability for everything that's happened in your life because things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. You make a conscious decision and because you make a conscious decision, there is an outcome. And so um, that's what we've been talking about. And I just feel like this goes hand in hand. So um, the topic of today is it's both of them, talent and hard work. And um, the reason we'll be talking that, about that is because talent and hard work, these two things must coexist in order to reach any dream or goal that you have. Just because you need them both doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy. And it doesn't always mean that it's going to be an even amount of both. So this is your gentle reminder that no matter what, it takes both of them. 
Okay. So um, let's roll on into this. So the first question that I have for you is, tell us what you're most talented at. Yeah, I saw your questions and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm super, super creative. Um, I take a lot of my you know, I'll, I'll be driving in the shower. That's where I spend most of my time, like right before bed. That's where I come up with my ideas. Like during the work day, I'm really just doing busy work, but like, um, just the ideas, the content, I feel like I'm super creative. Um, I've been told I'm a leader. Um, I fought that title a little bit. Cause I'm like, I'm really not trying to lead nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm really just trying to focus on me and be on my path. But sometimes when you're doing that, people do tend to look up to you and, you know, making sure that you're conscious of that. Um, I would also say that I'm, I care a lot about other people. Like, yeah, I'll support anybody that I feel like wants to be something or wants, has that work ethic, has that drive and just needs like people to support it. Like, I don't mind doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of people that want things to come to them easily, but there are people out here working and I feel like they should get their flowers. Like they should get the support, mm-hmm. especially in the same city that you're in. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, and, and nowadays, which is why I can see easily why people would feel like you're a great leader is that because um, just in recent, there are a lot of people that lack emotional intelligence. And we talked about this on um, one of the past shows recently with Miss Christina, um, because they lack that emotional intelligence or that empathy. Um, it's difficult for people to want to do what they say or do what um, is being asked of them. And that's why people call themselves leaders, but that's not what really what you are. You're like a boss or a micromanager, but um, not really a leader. So, um, I mean, I feel like the biggest characteristic of a leader is being something that encourages people to be their best self. So with that being something that you feel like is your talent, that's how I know that like naturally you are a leader because that's what you feel like you're talented at. And most, you know, managers, they don't even think that that is a quality that they're supposed to have. Yeah. Definitely one. So I like what you said. Um, as far as creativity, what what do you feel like you're most creative with? Or is this just a thing in general? I think I'll just I'm just the type of person that will come up with the craziest ideas. Like mm-hmm. I, like I'm just an idea oriented person, ideation oriented person. Like I I will sit and come up with ideas for days, but I'm also like I think the thing that helps me is I'm also like strategic. And so mm-hmm. I have the ideas, but I also know how to like plan, execute, execute you know, mm-hmm. I mean, plan and execute. Like, so um, I would say that most times, most times my creativity comes out when I'm serving where, like when I'm not trying, like when I'm mm-hmm. not trying to come up with the idea for something specifically, but I let just God lead me into the path that he wants me to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the I'm most creative in those times. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the reason why I asked, like, what do you feel like you're most talented at is because a lot of times, excuse me, I got the answer that I, uh, literally that I was looking for is a lot of times we're like really, really talented. And that's what the thing that sets you apart from having a talent is that hard work. 
because you can be extremely talented at a lot of things. What do they say? Jack of all trades, but master of none. Right. And um, I, I I feel that it's most important to be able to say, yes, I do have all of these talents. However, because I work hard, it's allowed me to drive my career in, in a different way, or just not even my career, my life in a different way that a lot of people, they really wish they had, but they don't, that's all they're doing is wishing they're not working hard enough. They can't outwork me. Yeah. But um, so with that, where do you feel like you can improve? I thought about that. Um, I was thinking about like what I would normally answer this question, but I feel like at this point in my life is just allowing meeting people where they're at and giving people grace. Um, I think we mm. don't give each other enough grace. Like, mm. um, like I could go over skills that I feel like, you know. Maybe I'm not as good at email marketing that I am in digital. You know what I mean? That stuff, type of stuff. But I really feel like right now in the season of life that I'm in, like the expectations that I used to have for people, I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've just uh, met people where they were, where they're at. And that doesn't mean that I have to like narrow down my standards or my expectations. That just means understanding that you might not get this from this person. And so you need to either accept it and move on or understand this is what you get when you get this person. So is is that what you feel like you're improving on currently or like what? Yeah, I feel like I'm doing better at it. I, I have very, I'm like a perfectionist. I have very like, mm. and I'm also the type of person that like, I do a lot for the people that I care about. So mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I may. It's a lack of reciprocity. Yeah. And so, but I, I will say that I don't know if it's necessarily that. Or if I may have be putting, I might put too much on people, like you know, in terms. And I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm t- toying with that because I'm also like, it's okay to love somebody from a distance, and you know, it's all love. But like, I still need more out of this relationship, this friendship. You know what I mean? So I actually know exactly what you mean. <laughs> that resonates with me a lot. Um, so let's go there. So personally, I feel like, um, like I said, I've been doing personal inventory and in doing personal inventory, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Cause if you subscribe to the newsletter, you would know that we are on a different book, um, for book club. So shout out to, um, outwitting the devil. We're going to be reading that in October, but last month we read, um, the four agreements. Have you read that? I haven't. So in the four agreements, one of the agreements is don't take things personal. And I feel like that's probably the hardest one for me. And the reason I feel like that's the hardest one is because let some shit go down. I honestly think that people just have a vendetta against me and they are doing all of these things because they are purposely trying to get at me and they're trying yeah. to get in my head and they're trying to make me upset. Well, whole time, it really could just be like, they had a bad day. <laughs> like, but you don't know that. And you're taking something personal. You're internalizing something that doesn't even belong to you. Yeah. Like it's really something of theirs. So yes, that re- resonates to me a lot because we, we never really realize how much we're picking up from other people. We never really realize how much that we carry that doesn't even belong to us. It belongs to somebody else. But on our journey, we have accepted this thing, this piece of baggage. What, what Eric about to say? Pack light? Mm-hmm. Listen, 
it's the way my favorite, my new stain. Like every time some shit goes down, which has been happening a lot recently. So this has definitely been, been a task, okay? My mm -hmm. new shit is like, I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that to the I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, I don't have nothing to do with me. Yeah. No, it don't belong to me. So what you're saying really does resonate to me. And on on a more um career level, uh, I feel I feel what you're saying in a management sense yeah it's like we we expect us in people yep and that's wrong because or even their potential though like we see people's potential and we're like you know you you got it you know what i mean like all you gotta do is put the pieces together and you would you would be so but it's like it took us time to get there too. You know what I'm saying? But I will say on the flip side, because I do think managers need to give more grace, but I also feel like employees need to give grace to managers as well. And being on, you Definitely. know, having both sides, like I feel like you're, you think you're thinking about, you know, in the terms of not taking it personal, like you're thinking about your specific interaction with this specific manager at this specific time. You don't know if they just had a meeting with their manager about something that you did and they had to speak up for you. And now they're, you know, they're trying to course correct. So it's just, you don't know every side and you're not supposed to know every side of the story. Mm -hmm. Like you're supposed to just, you know, kind of play your part and do the best. But I feel like intentions are big. Like I will excuse a lot of stuff, but if you don't have the intentions to do right by people and to care about people, I'm mm -hmm. not, it's going to be hard for me to work with you. Mm -hmm. um, I can't, honestly, I'm not really a, I can teach somebody talent. Like talent is something like that's taught a lot of times. Like there's a lot of talent that's not, but in the industry that I'm in, like it's something that can be taught. But I feel like See, a lot of people, I don't know, they I feel like you could teach a skill, but um what they be saying, um it's not it's not on you, it's in you. Yeah. And like you could teach somebody how to put that shit on, but what you can't teach them is how to know that they're the shit. You know what I'm saying? So that it's just like in everything that you do, everything, like even the people you manage, even like you as an entity, even sometimes you have to be molded. Like it's either in you or it's not. Like I literally. Are you drinking today? Are you drinking? I'm going to say something. Okay, let's say it. Um. So I was working with this one person. I'm talking about, I feel, I felt as if though, this is probably one of the most talented people, underrated people in the city of Dallas, Texas. Okay. And I couldn't wrap my mind around why this person wasn't as recognized. Why is this person not on yet? Right. And so I took them under my wing personally. I started investing in them with my own money personally. I'm doing this shit like on me because... I know that you can go to the next level. You have all of the potential to go to the next level. However, like, why why you not there yet? Like, why right. you need somebody like me? So as we started working together, I realized that exactly what you said, this person has a lot of potential, but that's all they're ever going to be. Yeah. Like, it's not in them. It's not in them to want more. So all the talent in the world, no work ethic. Yeah. You that's with a lot of, I mean, if we being honest, that's a lot of even music artists out here. Like, um, I feel like I worked at a uh, artist development company mm -hmm. when I was first starting out. 
and they got the chance to perform at Stereo Live. It was about 10 artists on the roster. Mm-hmm. And they, the company cre- created the materials for them, the marketing materials. They booked it. They didn't have to pay for anything. They just had to promote it. I would say, like, if 10 of them, 10 of them, each of you bring 50 people, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, should, that should be a decent crowd. Even if only 25 come, that's still mm-hmm. a decent crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 50 people there total. And it's just like, that's when I started to like not work with artists as much because I was like, I I can't waste time like that. I can't waste time on somebody that don't want it, that wants it less than I want it for you. So like, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think there's a lot of people that have potential. But I was, when I was saying with the skill set though, like, yeah, people have skill sets, but I can teach you a skill set. I can't teach work ethic. I can't teach drive. There I can't is. teach passion. And I would much rather get somebody that's driven and passionate and just don't got that yet and help them get there than try mm-hmm. to teach somebody with a skill set, passion. Like, it just don't translate the same. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, I feel like I have bumped my head enough to realize that it, it, it's never going to happen. Like, it's never gonna like these the people that are like that they have to come on to, into it on their own at their own time and there's I I don't knock that as long as you come into it but you ain't gonna do it on my dime right that's what we're not gonna it's do also and then, the season they in though you know what I mean mm-hmm. like they might not be even mentally ready to take themselves to the next level they might think they yeah. are but they might not be there yet and and, and again can't take it personal because at the end of the day. I don't have a dog in that fight. Only thing that I know is, is that personally, I have something that I am trying to run. And right now you don't fit. You don't, you don't, you are not the puzzle piece that fits right now. So mm-hmm. I have to move forward and it's nothing on you, but I mean, um, the boat is sinking. Um, one of us has to go. <laughs> So um, definitely can understand that. I think that was a really great point with uh, the talent and the hard work that they have to meet is because you're 100% correct. Um, You can definitely teach a skill. You cannot teach that passion. You can't teach that drive. I really appreciate that one. Um, So what is your work ethic like? And can you give us an example of a time when you knew your talent and hard work produced something rewarding? Yeah, I would just go off of the most recent time. Um, So I was doing interviews. When I first got the job, I was doing interviews back in April. I would say, like, you know, I had a podcast from 2017 that I just used that layout to do my interviews. Like, I kind of just translated it. I already Mm -hmm. had, like, a blueprint. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I was a little discouraged because I felt like my interviews weren't really hitting the way, like, I wanted them to like getting picked up the way. And some of them really did get picked up, but not the way I wanted it to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like recently I got a DM from a publicist. I was like, Hey, I saw an interview that you did. And it, it wasn't even an interview. I thought she was looking at, she saw an interview, one of the lowest performing interviews I did on that channel. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I just like the way you approached it and asked me to do an exclusive interview and now that interview has about 75,000 um, views. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'll i just say like, you don't know who watching you. You don't know who watching you. You don't know who appreciating your work ethic. Sometimes you get discouraged because it's like my views, not where it's supposed to be. My views, not where I want it to be. 
I don't understand how people not picking this up. Like this is golden. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but it's just like when um, I will say one thing I did is pray before that interview. And I was just like, mm -hmm. whatever you, whatever message you want to get out through me, like, you know, order. I mean, obviously I prep, like I prep for things. Mm -hmm. I didn't really follow my prep as much as I would normally just to make it a little bit more natural and flow a little bit more. So I would, I would definitely say that has probably been definitely, it just makes me smile because it's like, dang, like someone really saw an interview that had like a thousand mm -hmm. views and now it's, you know, it's translating to something that's got even more. So, yeah. I feel that. I think, <laughs> I think as a creative, definitely about to go off. Um, definitely about to right. stop looking at the script because um, this is worth talking about. <laughs> um, but I think as a creative, I just, I can speak for myself. I think as being a creative, I've been a creative since I moved down here, which is what was in 2014. I started taking it series in 2015 and I told y'all before that I've been doing podcasting for almost 10 years now and um I didn't take it serious until 2020 top of 2020 or 20 yeah no top of 2021 is when I started taking it serious and I started I'll grab the wine um but before that I had a syndicated show in Atlanta and it was called bare boot and if you've been with me through that sheesh but um you know when I look back at myself and I look back at you know all of the things that I've done I'll be like damn I ain't done nothing damn I ain't done nothing damn I ain't done nothing then I started I'll grab the one again um and when I say again you know I had to take a break between season one and season two because in season one I was a student in season two I was not in school anymore and it was just like oh lord let me hold on life is yeah. real different when you get out of school yeah <laughs> so it was definitely um, just a transitional thing. I knew I was going to always do I'll grab the wine, but it was one of those things where I had to take a break for a moment and realize that, sheesh, this is different. But um, after coming back, I thought that, you know, my content was going to miss. I thought that nobody really, like, I thought I'd have to work extra super hard for people to want to watch what I was doing again. I thought that I had lost my footing, just a lot of stuff that I was in my head about. And it made me stutter step. I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And to come back and realize that like a lot of people, they don't give a damn what I'm doing. They mess with me. Like they like what, that it's me and that they see me do this and everything that I touch, they love it. They want to be a part of it. They want to support it or find out a way to support it. So I can, I, I, I understand what you're saying that like a hundred percent that honestly, you just never know. You never know who's watching and you, you always have to give a hundred percent because you just never know. I think that's the most beautiful part of when you when you're naturally talented is when that talent and that hard work finally meet up. No facts. No, I mean like I'll even use my podcast. Like that podcast was 2017, 2018 was an online radio show. Very mm -hmm. like, but we was getting like people from Dallas, like they was rocking with it. But like mm -hmm. this there was just certain things I didn't know about digital marketing and podcasting mm -hmm. and YouTube and all I I wasn't there in my career yet. I was just starting. So we ended up like 
two of us got pregnant. Other was wanting to focus on our career. We kind of just stopped it. But it was always my baby. You know what I mean? Like my podcast. And so this summer I had somebody call me and was like, hey. And that's how you know people rock with you. And you don't even, because you so focused on like where you want to go, you don't even realize people rocking with you. I had a dude that I had put up. We were looking for interns. Like that's how much we were booked. Like we need to help. So we were mm-hmm. looking for interns and we posted it on Indeed. There was a dude that I interviewed with that decided he would drive every two weeks from Austin to Dallas just to support mm-hmm. the podcast, just for free to intern. Mm-hmm. And to, and right now with the new startup of the podcast and the new host and all of that, mm-hmm. he's now our like head of video. Like because I that's right. I rock with him. Like that's how much I trust him. And I just feel like you don't like when he, so he called, I say that to say he called me in the summer and was like, I was telling people about the podcast. Somebody wanted you to sell it. And I was like, nah, like I I was like, nah, that makes me want to do it. And so I Mm -hmm. just started like making calls in two weeks. We did our first episode, everything came together so seamless. And it's just like, maybe that last, that first one, was preparing me for the next steps that I needed to take exactly, so that I could bring this back up and I was prepared that next go round. Mm-hmm. I think that, ah, that's so beautiful because honestly, we was talking about this. I think that we was talking about this in even this episode is that literally we never know why we are going through things. We just know we have to get through them. I know. Like, we have to know our why. I was talking about this on Morning Motivation as well. I said, um, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And so sometimes when you're going through challenges, you be like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like you have that little like inner thought to yourself like of, of negativity. Like, should is this something that I should be doing? And then I said that, you know, the way you can tell when you know you're supposed to be doing something and maybe it's just difficult or you're not supposed to be doing something and maybe you should leave that alone is if you are giving your absolute best. I'm talking about you're giving your absolute best. You know that it's your best and you still have negative feelings towards it. Then maybe that's not something you should be doing. But if you're giving your absolute best, you're knowing you're giving your absolute best and you're seeing a change. That's how you know this was just a little difficult, but I can navigate my way through this. And I feel like that story basically just is spot on. Like you had that and then it came back around and it was like, yeah, no, that that had to happen. Everything happened to had to happen the way that it did. It had to play out the way that it did, because if it didn't, I would not have been prepared. I wish I had to like a noisemaker or something like that. I need to like. No, no, yeah, no. That's facts. Because I, I literally, I would have been in a situation where, I, or I would have felt like that was my ceiling. You mm. know what I'm like I would have felt like it was just supposed to be an online radio show, just supposed to be a hobby, just mm-hmm. supposed to be this. Like, I've never really taken the time to invest in myself. I've always invested in the companies that I work for. Mm-hmm. And so, and I never really saw myself as an entrepreneur, which is crazy because everybody was like, you going to start your own business. I'm like, about what? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I love digital marketing. I'm good at digital marketing. That's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And so for me to, um, and even journalism, like I love it, but it's just not something, it's just a door. It's Mm -hmm. just a door where I need to go. And so 
I would have felt like that was my ceiling. Like maybe this is just a hobby. Maybe this is not really what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody that I even worked with, there's a reason why I worked with them. There's mm-hmm. a they brought different things out of it. And like even now when I look at it, I'm like, okay, I want to re create something like this, but I don't want to use this part. Like I want to, mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of like fine tuning because the blueprint is there. It's mm-hmm. been there. It's just sitting there. It's just in my, you know, my Google drive, like just sitting there. So I definitely think he had a plan. Obviously he always does. Mm-hmm. And I just, you be wanting to, you want to peek. You want to be like, let me take a peek mm-hmm. at that plan. Cause like, I want to make sure I'm going in the right direction. But like mm-hmm. to your point, you when things are going like even like when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friendships, you you're everybody has that thing in their head or that gut feeling where it's like, I don't know if this is it. And if you don't got that gut feeling, you supposed to be where you at. You just got to be patient. Mm. Ooh, uh, uh, repeat it because somebody needed that a little bit more today. And maybe it's me, but just repeat it one more time. Girl, uh, yeah, <laughs> just I, I mean, honestly, patience is just key for me. Like, and I'm, I, I don't know why I've, <laughs> I don't know why God gave me this. I, I hate being patient, but I know it's necessary. Like, mm-hmm. I know that he literally, like, that's what he pulls out of me. Like, I will say there was a time recently where I was like, nah, I'm trying to get these contacts. Like, I, I, I want to do these interviews. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this for my podcast. And like, mm-hmm. He slowed me down. Like he was like, he got my attention the way he knows to get my attention. And he was just Mm -hmm. like, you moving in the wrong direction. And as soon as I recalibrated and moved toward my podcast, every, I had no issues since I I just, yeah, he, yeah. So patience, man, like God don't, you where you supposed to be just like, chill out. (laughs) No facts. Listen. Cause we can we can go back and forth with that all day. I'm talking about like personally, and I'm not sure that I've shared this with you all, but um, I will because I don't mind. So right before I started back, I'll grab the one September seventh, of course. But um, I started it back then, and in July, um, as I was getting everything started up. Um, I, I told y'all that I've been, I, I'm going through a breakup currently. And so right around that time is where I got my wake up call. And then, uh, well, I'll tell you about the wake up call. Then I'll tell you what the lesson learned. So I got my wake up call. I ended up getting COVID in July and, um, I ended up having to have an emergency surgery unrelated to COVID. Um, it was very, very painful and stressful. And um, that had me out of the game, out of everything for um, almost three weeks. I couldn't, now mind you, the first week I couldn't even move because I had this surgery. The second week I, w- I had the surgery and I was dealing with COVID. So it was just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And then I'm like literally laying down and having all of this stuff going on and actively breaking up with somebody. It was probably the most difficult time that I've had in a while. And as I'm sitting there sick, I'm like, now, God, you have got to have something up your sleeve because this is a bit much. Like you can pull back a little bit. Yeah, right. yeah. You can pull back. And so um, as I was sitting there and I was recovering, 
I realized what my why all of this had to happen because I was I was finna steroid when I tell you I was finna steroid and pump money into the podcast and I was gonna do all of this like grand door stuff and that was my that was literally my sign that you see how this shit be happening like this maybe you should scale back a little bit yeah maybe you need to be a little bit patient to where when you have a little bit of extra help then when shit like this come up you don't you you see how like you stressed because you don't even know if you're gonna be able to do your show now how would you feel if you spent all of that money you spent all that time and then the same thing happened to you right it was a hard lesson to learn but it was definitely a lesson on patience and um i feel like now i'll be just like chilling i'll be like okay we'll go with the flow whatever happens happens you know one thing at a time yeah i'm glad you got into that space i I don't think i'm a planner so like just to be able to just sit there and be like okay i'm just gonna wait for something to happen but i will say in um in year 20 i've been 29 for three months two three months Oh, I thought you was going to say years. I was like, girl, that resonates with me because I've been 25 for a minute. I've been 25 for a minute. Okay. so funny. No, (laughs) just like, I just told myself what I would not accept in your 30. So Mm -hmm. like, I just had to like talk to him on how to get to that point. And some Mm -hmm. of it was reading my Bible. Some of it was watching sermons. And some of it was just taking a step back from folks taking a step back and be like, if I don't call you, if I don't reach out, if I don't do this, if I don't, will I hear from you? You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. like definitely all of that encompassing has definitely been to your point in like a self-discovery year for me as well. Mm -hmm. And I just think that all goes like everything that we've been saying, it goes right back to that talent and that hard work because I'm going to say something. And I don't really care whose feelings I hurt. It's my show. Stop watching. Please and subscribe. So, and I'll keep the subscription, but you know, <laughs> stop watching. But you, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. <laughs> that man ain't supposed to be in your life, sis. Your homegirl ain't supposed to be in your life. You have all of this talent. You working this hard and you and you can't understand. Oh, God, why? Why not me? It's because that person ain't supposed to come with you. You're supposed to leave their motherfucking ass where they at. You're supposed to leave them alone. And because you can't get your ass up, stand up, because you can't stand up and walk away, you can't get your blessing. It's waiting on you. Up, sis. It's definitely, yeah, yeah. But I think as women, we we don't want our time wasted. And so if we invested time into a relationship, into a friendship, we want to ride that until the wheels fall off because it's like, I spent time in this. So we're going to figure out what this is. But it's like, sometimes it's, it's not you. It's not them. It's just, I need to. It's not this at all. And so, yeah. okay. So to your point, I was literally sitting back and thinking, what the fuck does it mean till the wheels fall off? What does that even mean? No, right. Like, sister, the moment you are unhappy, 
the wheels have fallen off. <laughs> no, not the moment. No, I don't know. No. I, I don't. I wouldn't say the moment. I wouldn't say the moment you want. Girl, I would say the nah. moment you decide that this does not like this is not worth fighting for no more. Like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like there are relationships that are worth fighting for. Like, you know, marriage, you can, as soon as you want happy in marriage, you can't call it quits. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I would say like, it's just, if both of y'all not fighting for the same thing, it's, it's not going to work. So in marriage, are you truly unhappy or are you under a disagreement? I would say you might be unhappy with a situation or unhappy at that moment. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you got to be unhappy with that person. I don't think you should be married if you're consistently unhappy with that person. But like, there are times where like, oh, I didn't like that you did this or I didn't like that you said this. Like, you might be unhappy in that. But is that unhappy or is that a disagreement? I feel like it could be both. I feel like you can be like, unhappy isn't doesn't necessarily mean a long-term feeling. Unhappy could be like, I'm unhappy that Chick-fil-A stopped selling uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that don't mean I'm unhappy with Chick-fil-A for the rest of my life. It just means like I wish. But that's what I'm saying. So, okay, so to that point. So Wendy's, I okay. Wendy's, I have had a disagreement that they canceled the barbecue sauce that they used to use. Do I still go to Wendy's? Yes, because I'm not happy, unhappy with Wendy's. I just disagree. Y'all shouldn't stop selling that goddamn barbecue sauce. I love that barbecue sauce. I was some good barbecue sauce. Don't do that. But you know, I'm, I'm still them. happy with Wendy's. They all sitting there though. Like they now, all. I'm, girl, I don't know. Words have power, and we discussed that one time before. Yeah. But I don't know, child. But I mean, I to your point, I do understand. I do understand the point that you're trying to drive home is that like it's very, very tricky the words that we're using so i want to tread light so it's maybe it's not the moment that you're quote unquote unhappy or whatever you feel i mean hmm it's you can be unhappy and your spirit still know that you're supposed to be with somebody yeah it's that moment that you know that maybe that's what we need to roll with it's that moment that you know in your heart of hearts your spirit your inner person is saying now girl that ain't for us no more. Yeah. Like, and that, that's have- not even like a spirit thing. That's God telling you to leave. Like, I feel like God be telling us so many things, and it's like, we just, it's just like, oh, you know, my, I got a gut feeling like, no, the Lord has told you to leave out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And you still, like, I had this conversation with my close friend because he keeps going back to a relationship that he knows does not serve him anymore. Mm-hmm. He knows mm-hmm. the end result every time. And it's just like, mm-hmm. dude, you I, I don't even really want to hear it no more. I don't really mm-hmm. want to hear you, you know, be upset and be sad. And I'm not saying that to be like not a good friend, but like mm-hmm. you gotta value yourself more than you value like y'all being together. Like you I need a bill. You're funny. Yeah, nah, Ew. like it's, I, 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 re- I refuse to get into any real like that's why I was very specific on who I married like Mm. I wanted somebody that I felt like was gonna make me happy above all else like people chase money people chase status people chase you know looks and all of that stuff and that's Mm -hmm. fine that stuff helped but if that person is not making you happy every day y'all gonna argue every day so that's gonna be a good looking person that you hate oh you better tell them sis yeah okay girl 
because that is to a whole nother point that I feel like we need to make on a later day, okay? Because you are the married one. Yes, don't take my advice. <laughs> I don't have a ring. But um, no, I honestly feel that all of that translates to how you work in your in an environment where you're with somebody who has that talent, who has that, and who has that drive. So it's like, to me, if I'm in a working relationship with somebody and you're not bringing it like I'm bringing it. I wake up every day, eat, sleep, and breathe what I'm doing. It makes me happy. It makes me feel good. It's in alignment with my assignment. I feel that in my heart of hearts. But you come to work every day and that's all you're doing. You're just present. You you collecting your check, you know, or you're just here because it seems like the cool thing to do. We could see that on you. We could feel that in the room. And now our talents aren't being blessed. The fruits of our labor, you cannot see them because you coming over here with all of this nothing. Thank you. But goodbye. And so it's like that same mindset, like you said, it's in every single relationship that we have that we're supposed to be feeding what makes us happy. We're supposed to be feeding the things and nurturing the things that make us wake up in the morning and take that that step out of bed and say, yes, I'm glad to be here. Right. You know, I'm glad to be in the land of the living. That's my favorite thing to say every morning. Glad to be in the land of the living. Yeah. So um, it's like, <sighs> I wish I could ring the bell, but I don't have no bell. I don't have a bell. You gotta get you a bell, sis. I gotta get a bell. But uh, so you know, hey, I'm gonna drink today. You can't hear that. You can't hear that when you're listening online. But I just raised my glass. But to be honest with you, I just feel like it doesn't matter what type of relationship in you're in. That when something no longer serves you. Yeah. When something like you said um, on this show, I don't mind what you, you know, what you agree to, what what you believe in. But as for me in my house, we'll serve the Lord when the Lord is speaking to you. and You're not answering. The next thing that happened is really on you. And um, when I tell it, when I talk about you, I'm talking about me, too. So don't worry, because I've been there before. Right. And um, I feel like I'm getting out of it as well. So I. I. I can honestly say it, with the whole story that I just told y'all um, about me being sick and starting, I'll grab the wine. I felt like it was one of those situations as well. It's like, how far do you want to go? Yeah. Um, I think Les Brown said that um, it's way easier to run a marathon with two people beside you than one person on your back. And so... It's like, I don't have a dog in that fight. <laughs> That's yeah. not my burden to bear. And so when we talk about talent and hard work and we talk about all of these things, can you please tell us about like how just, I, I feel like you have explained about how honestly you just knew like in your heart of hearts, like this happened. This happened for me because of me this job um i was so just a little bit about me i was working at the potter's house before i came to the shade room oh god bless and, yeah and so <laughs> um but i would say since the pandemic had hit 
I kind of like after like a year after the pandemic, when work like increased because everything was digital, we were the digital team. I kind of got burnt out real Mm -hmm. quick. And I had been there for about three years. And I remember around year four, I was like, I don't even feel like I'm being beneficial to the company anymore because my mind is not where it's not where it was. Like, I, I mean, like I'm still contributing. I'm still doing ideas, but like. I used to give it my all and I'm not giving it my all anymore. So it might be mm-hmm. time for me to take a step back. I would say about a couple of weeks later, I get a LinkedIn DM and this late girl is like, you know, hey, Taylor, like I've seen your resume. I think you should take your career to the next level. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been looking for a job, but like these are my I, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm just like I feel like my passion is drifting. So I feel like I should start looking. But mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm not trying to leave right now. And then like some situations happen and I was like, no, nah, it's time for me to leave. Like God is literally telling me like, this mm-hmm. might not be for you anymore. And she reached out again and I was like, yeah, let's have a conversation. Hmm. And so we started talking to different jobs and I, I got interviews. Like it just wasn't what I was looking for. I, I didn't want mm-hmm. just a job. Like at yeah. that point, it was like, it was time to take my career to the next level. It's, I don't mm-hmm. want just another job. And then like late one night, I saw an integrated marketing manager job for the shade room. I really didn't want it. It wasn't mm-hmm. really my, like, I felt like I was looking for a director role. Cause that's where my career was taking me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was very like what I was doing, not taking me up. And so I'm reading the job description. I get to the end and because I had only filtered it for 24 hours, I wasn't seeing all of the jobs they had open. So there was a job on there that had been up for two months, two or three months, mm-hmm. and had 300 applicants, which is my job today. And I was like, I'm not going to apply. I'm like, it's already been mm-hmm. up for two or three months. They already done done with the process. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. She was like, if you don't apply, I will. So I was like, nah, I'm going to apply. A week later, I get a call on my caller ID. It said the shade room. I'm like, you are lying. Like, that's Girl, I know that's right. Up ever since, but it's just like, it just goes to show you when I say everything that I put in the list, I told her. Uh, so I told her that list back in like December, November of 2021. Mm-hmm. I would say I found the job in February, end of February 2022. Mm-hmm. Everything in that list is what I wanted. The pay, mm-hmm. the job title, the everything fit my experience to like a teeth. It was that that job was meant for me, and I don't. I I, now that's what I say. Like he, the job. Basically, I was told when I was interviewing that like I needed agency experience. I was like, I have eight years, eight nine years of experience. I understand I don't have agency experience, but there's Mm -hmm. no way I can't find a job that I'm looking for in this industry. Mm -hmm. They said most people come from agencies to the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. and I was like, so I had mentally started settling for having to go to an agency life with a toddler. And I'm like, you know, that's that's going to be hard because agency life is fast paced. And God showed us different. He showed me that I can get into yeah. the that I wanted. I could still work from home and still be a mother to my son. I could still check every box that I wanted. So it's definitely not impossible for him. It's just like we got to get our mindset to the point where we want to feel like we deserve it. And we give our because like I feel like some people. We probably got family members, cousins, aunties, moms, dads, grandparents that they may have had the opportunity to take their life and their career to the next level, 
but because this was the safer option or this was the option that you trusted or you knew you was going to get right. money from, right. you didn't take that leap. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to take that leap because I want my son to take that leap. I want to take that leap because I want him to understand mm -hmm. that you don't have to play it safe. You don't mm -hmm. have to like, you can still reach your goals. Even if it take, I mean, my first entertainment job was in 2014. I'm mm -hmm. back in it in 2022. Like it, it might take you on a weird, went to a church. I was like, oh, once I went to a church, I'm like, I'm never getting into the entertainment industry. Girl. <laughs> As for you, you mm -hmm. don't know. There was a reason he wanted me to talk to him before he put me into a, a industry that was so worldly and so like has girl. There's a reason he put me in first. Girl. Thank God, good. Let me tell you about <laughs> the goodness of the Lord tonight over a glass of wine. Cause baby, <laughs> I can talk about the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. Drunk. I can talk about I'm sober in between. Baby, let me tell you something. I'm always sober for the Lord. However, I feel like that is the most beautiful thing that I've heard You're in a so minute. Like, no, literally, you saying like maybe I had to be like that grounded before I moved forward because I'm in an industry that could take you there. Yeah. Baby, what? You never know. Like, you never know why your course is your course. It's so many times. I literally was like, what the fuck am I doing? When I went to my new job, like, mind you, I'm not a person that, like, I was an entrepreneur for six years. This is my first right. job ever. Okay. As an adult ever. Okay. And so I got here. And I was like, why am I here, Lord? Show me why I'm here. I'm in probably one of the largest. Let me not say that. I'm in one of the largest companies, dot, dot, dot. Not going to tell you what it is, but I'm in a larger company. And I realized nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody is winging it. You're so like, and I was like, this whole time, I'm thinking my business is failing. Whole time. Nobody ever knows what they're doing. They're giving it their absolute best and it's turning out okay. Like that's literally what it, I, and I was like, I said, Lord, I really had to be here to see that. Like, it don't make me want to move quick on my dreams. It's hard because again, I learned about patience already. Don't need to go learn that lesson again. But it did help me realize like I was over here stressed and me, I come here every single day and nobody truly knows what they're doing. They're just really good. At what, like they really know what they know, but do they know what they're doing? Not really. We're all giving it a crap shoot. And so I was like, wow, so I needed that. Like I needed that. That yeah. actually blessed my spirit. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. So for you to say that, it's just like, wow. Like it's like so amazing how many things are revealed to us truly. And we over here thinking we in a bad place. We over here thinking it's us or that we're being limited and we want to look at it bad. We want to look at it negative whole time. God really setting you up for the real play. Like now, I was, I was a little upset because when I had applied for the Potter's house, there was a job I wanted more. There was a job I wanted more. It was um, because I did want to do like red carpets and go to BET Awards, go to different things like that. I felt like that experience is so dope. Mm -hmm. And like that job was for Toyota, like advertising to mm -hmm. black, um, you know, the black audience through mm -hmm. Toyota. And so that would have gave me that opportunity. So when mm -hmm. he told me to go to the Potter's house and the other opportunity wasn't panning out, I'm sitting here like, 
dang, so you not you telling me that this not like entertainment's not for me and all mm-hmm. all while this company that I would have went to would have never opened the door that the Potter's house opened to get me to the shade room. So it's mm-hmm. the journey that he's putting you on, just trust that he he literally has you. And like even in this season where people are like, What you gonna do next after the shade room? This is the first time in my life I have no plan. Like, I know what my end goal is, but I don't know where he want me to take. And I'm not about to force mm-hmm. myself to try to figure out where he's taking me next. That's so right. I'm about to just, I'm about to just wait and see and see where, where, where he needs me. That's right. And I just want to, I, I want to wrap up this conversation definitely with, with, with my last thought. And then I'll get your last thought as well. Is that, aren't we glad to know we have somebody that knows our talent? And knows when we working hard and knows when we faking the funk. Because when we when we serving somebody that knows the difference between us and, or knows us so well, they know when to give us our blessings too. Yeah. Like he knows exactly when it's our time. And we don't know that. And we don't know. We start feeling different, like, oh, yeah, you know. It's something. It's something. Yeah. My shoulder hurt. Like, that's, I ain't gonna lie. That's my dead giveaway. Like, when it's something heavy right here, that'd be like, it feel like this. I ain't gonna lie. That's what oh, it feel really? like to me. That's, yeah, that's what it feel like to me. I'll be like, all right. I understand. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it just feels good to know that there's somebody always advocating for me. And I know, like I said, again, I don't know what you believe in, but maybe the universe is speaking to you today, telling you, you know, you need to come up out of that. You need to work a little bit harder. You need to trust your talent. I don't know what the universe is speaking to you, but I know that every single day I get up and I ask God, how great can it get? Show me how great it can be for me. And every single day I ask that I learn a new lesson and I come, I've come better than I was the day before. So, um. I don't know who that was for, but I hope that blessed you today. Um, last question that I have for you before we move on. Um, this one, eh, baby, me too. Hold on. Mm, that for my son. Because, baby, what? Every time. Every time. But um, last question that I have to you. Any advice to anybody who is struggling, um, trying to either they're depending on their talent too much and they're not giving any hard work or they're working really hard and they're not even working in their talents. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when you're a person that like, cause I'm that type of person, like I do, I know enough in each area to get me to where I need to go. Like I know a little bit of editing, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You got to hone into at some, at a certain point, it's not really talent. It's talent, hard work and it's passion. Like out of all mm-hmm. of those things, Mm-hmm. What are you the most passionate about? What do you get up in the morning and was like, what do you do effortlessly? Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to be talented. It's one thing to work hard. It's another thing to be talented, work hard. And then when you wake up in the morning, you you know that this is where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you know that this is where, you know, you are going to make the most difference in the world. Like, I... I would say just fine. If you're struggling to where like, man, I've done the talent, you know, I got the talent, I'm talented and mm-hmm. I've, I've put the work in, but it's still not paying off. Like, are you still passionate about it? Do you hmm. need to like put some fire back in yourself to figure out where you need to go next? Like, uh, is the job that you're at, maybe it's not, 
the maybe you know maybe you're an accountant i'm using accountant. maybe you're an accountant maybe it's not that you don't need to be an accountant maybe it's the company you're being an accountant for you know yeah. what i'm saying like so it maybe it's that you need to create your own accounting business for under eight you know yeah. you know like it's like what i feel like we don't we spend so much time like oh i'm gonna get money i'm gonna get money i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna just show where i'm at and i'm gonna just show the world that i really made it because i got money but like are you living mm-hmm. are you leaving the world in a better place than you got it like because if we're not doing that what are we really doing if we're not getting ready for this next generation like i don't really understand why we're here we're yes. we're making this world for our kids and i'm i'm worried mm-hmm. that the world that we leave in our kids is not going to be in a better off place mm-hmm. and that's something that we need to address so if all of those things if you're checking all of those boxes you shouldn't have doubt where you at but if you're mm-hmm. having doubt it's probably because it's either the talent it's either the hard work it's either the, or it's the passion so yeah tell us that find your passion today y'all yeah thanks that's that's that listen you might have blessed some I, excuse me i know you blessed somebody today because <laughs> they on the video i know my husband <laughs> like we can't see you bro she said yeah it's not your time to shine this is my passion (laughs) but for real though that really blessed me that blessed my spirit thank you for sharing your story thank you for sharing so much um just so much insight on what it means to have talent what it means to work hard and what it what it looks like when you have not just that but passion behind everything that you do because it all does come together there is definitely something that comes out of all of these things it's beautiful and it's blessed so i'm th- i'm so thankful that you shared that with us so mm-hmm. if you've tuned in before y'all know what time it is it's time for the wind down all right and so to kick off the wind down we will start with get your wine it is story time so get your wine is the part of the show where i read a story that somebody wrote into us and we will solicit our advice so you are not confused you will go first okay so here we go dear savon Me and one of my friends are in a spat. It's over something so silly, I don't even care to share. She has been reaching out about everything under the sun except for an apology. Like, girl, what? I don't really do sweeping things under the rug. So I asked, are we going to talk about this? And she said, no, that is not how I move. So the friendship has really been weird for me. Am I wrong? What should I do? Yeah, that's funny. Um, I how old are they? Like, I feel like when I was younger, sweeping stuff under the work rug, like, yeah, like that's you tend to like let stuff go when you were high school and mm-hmm. college because it's just not that deep. But like, nah, like we too grown. Hmm. Like, if I can't if I if we can't sit down and have a conversation about this and either grow from it or go our separate ways, then it, it's nothing to talk about. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not about to continue to, especially if it's something that's bothering me. Like I will also mm-hmm. say she said she didn't say what it was. It depends on how small it is. Like mm-hmm. if it's super, super small, where it's like, I feel like as women, and I will say this in relationships and friendships, like we press the issue sometimes about stuff mm-hmm. we need to let go. Like I've I've learned that not everything needs a response. 
And so mm-hmm. sometimes like it just depends on how much you value the friendship. But I'm I'm seeing that if because I can I can kind of I've had the situation happen to me. I feel like mm-hmm. if you if it's to the point where it's it's rocky because of this, y'all have had issues in the past. And Period. Y'all that's had, what I was thinking. Yeah, y'all hadn't addressed it. So I feel like you need to, you know, and even if it's like it might be right now, like I'm that type of person. I don't I don't want to talk right now. Because whatever I say to you, I want to say it with love and I want to mm-hmm. say it with some type of like action after, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if I say what I want to say right now, we're not going to be friends anymore. So mm-hmm. I think that you give me a second to like gather my mm-hmm. thoughts. So I, I don't know. It's, I feel both sides. Like I feel like she might need a minute. If she's saying like, no, never. Or if it's no, not right now. And maybe you should try to revisit it in a month or so. See, and that's what I'm feeling like. I feel like it's more of the latter, like, no, um, excuse me, the earlier. Yeah. It's like, no, not at all. Because (laughs) anytime that I've, well, I mean, I can only speak for myself. So let me say this. Anytime that I have been in a discussion, whether it was somebody that I was in a relationship with, or if it was just one of my homegirls, I always lead with let me put a pin in that because I don't want to say something that I'm going to have to backtrack on. I am very, very, I'm extremely communicative because I know that I'm emotional and I am actively working on that. (laughs) And because I know that I'm emotional and that I am a being that acts off of emotion. If I'm telling you, hold on. That's because I know that this situation has caused me to be extremely emotional and all emotional means is that you have an emotion. Emotions are, if you've seen the movie, um, what is that? Uh, uh, Inside Out, those are all emotion. It's anger, fear, disgust, yeah. um, sadness, and happiness. Those are the five, the five basic emotions. I am emotional. When I'm angry, I'm there. Yeah. When I'm sad, I'm there. When I'm scared, I'm there. So if I'm telling you right now, I'm a little emotional. Give me a second. Yeah. Whatever emotion that I'm feeling, you might want to. You might want to leave me alone for a second. Just give me a second. So, and you're a hundred percent right. It may just be a, a day. It could be a week. It could be a month. I need a brick. I need a fucking beat. However, you don't get to, to me as a person I am never not going to communicate that with you. I wouldn't flat out say no. We're like, no, I'm definitely a person that'll say it's still not a good time. It's still not a good time. Give me a moment. Yeah. just I'm healing. I'm working on this. I'm trying to process this, blah, blah, blah. And to me, like you said, again, it sounds like this is something that is ongoing. So if this is something that is ongoing, you need to do an evaluation on the friendship. What is this person bringing to the friendship and what are you bringing to the friendship and really evaluate? Is it even a friendship worth keeping? Because people are sometimes here for a season and and that's it. And maybe y'all season is coming to an end. And this was just the straw that broke the camel's back. But if this is something you feel like you can communicate on and and you just being a little drama queen right now because you you know mind you you didn't tell us the whole full detail yeah. you know so um you know still do the evaluation because if you do the friendship evaluation that'll help you see it don't matter like what's going on it'll help you see 
right. who you are being to this person and who they're being to you and, and, and take it from there. You know what? Y'all writing to me all the time, okay? And y'all ask me for my advice. So what, what am I supposed to do? I'll tell you how I feel, you know? <laughs> take it or leave it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so we are to what are you drinking? What are you drinking, girl? Girl, I don't drink. So I just bought this from Target. It's uh fruit fruit scotto. Mm-hmm. Um barefoot. I just got something real simple because I don't drink at all. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's a label. Get it from Target. I don't know. It might be. Yeah. Good. Girl, perfect. I, I know that's right. We know barefoot on here. It's perfectly fine. Let me say something. When it comes to a drink, I'm a habit. <laughs> but um, no. So um, that we're to what are you drinking? So I'm gonna get into my details right about now, y'all. Our wine of the day today is Stella Rosa Moscato Diasti. It's a semi-sweet, semi-sparkling wine. Its flavor profile is peach, apricot, and honey. It won a gold medal in the Los Angeles International Wine Convention. It pairs well with fresh fruit, chicken alfredo pizza, and cheesecake. You can purchase this at Walmart for around 10 bucks. Enjoy. All right, y'all. Y'all know I be drinking, drinking. Ain't no tequila in it today, so mm, no fun here. But let's move on to one of my favorite parts of the show. I feel like every part of the show is my favorite, but. This is one of my favorite parts, and it is Let That Shit Go. And Let That Shit Go is the part of the show where you have to let go of something that no longer serves you. So what are you letting go of today? <sighs> self-doubt. I struggled with what I was going to let go, but I'm going to let go self-doubt. I'm going to let go, you know, not trusting that. I'm supposed to be here and, you know, I got something to say, you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we over, I'm an overthinker. So I'm like, do I really want to say that? Do I want to do this? But it's mm-hmm. just like, I, I, he got, I've been through this. I've been through the stuff I've been through for a reason. And I feel like some people can relate to it. And if I don't say it, I might, you know, I feel like I might not be, why did I go through it then? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not able to express it and help somebody get through it, too, then why did I go through it? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That resonates to me, like, literally on a different level, because that's literally why I created I'll Grab the Wine. That's why these topics are something I feel like I can talk about for days. And that's why the show is an hour long, because, like, literally, that's all I want to do. I've been through enough to tell you don't do that. (laughs) Like... Don't do that. There's so many other things that you can do but that. So definitely, girl, let that shit go. That do not serve you, period. Yeah. Period. Y'all, uh, today? <laughs> I'm going to let go of something. And um, y'all know I'm very transparent and I don't mind telling about me. Yesterday, my ex called me. And, um, you know, it... it Every time I get a phone call from this person, mind you, this is somebody that I loved and I truly wanted to be with uh, for the rest of my life at that. But um, when they called me, we haven't really talked in two months, okay? So I was like, what even is this? Like, I'm finally healing. And why are you in my space? 
And as they were talking to me, I just realized that, like, everything that you're saying at this point is for you. Like, it's not even for me anymore. Like, you're spewing all of this at me because, like, I'm checking out for real this time. And I know that we've been here a few times before, but I'm really checking out this time. Like, I can't, I, like, this is not my burden to bear. I don't have a dog in this fight. Hello? Yeah. But, um, and I'm letting that go because I'm not going to lie to y'all. When I first got the phone call, it really hurt. And it, it took me back to a place where I was like, maybe, maybe I am doing the wrong thing. Maybe, you know, maybe I didn't give this all my all, like maybe there's some room. And when I know in my heart of hearts, like it's not our time anymore. Do I, do I, like, I don't know what can happen next, but I know that right now in my heart of hearts, it's just not our time right now. Like it's not working and I'm unhappy. Like, like you said, like, it's just not it. So I got to let that go. Like, that phone call really, hey, ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah, it hurt, it hurt. But I gotta let it go. It doesn't serve me. It wasn't even for me. It was more for him. So you know, whatever helps you sleep at night, honey. Let that nigga go. Period. <laughs> so you know, when you let that shit go, you have to drink to that. And I'll drink to that is the part of the show where we celebrate something about you. So tell us, what are we drinking to tonight? I'm just drinking to my new podcast, my new business venture, and giving myself the opportunity to grow and build my own brand. So, period. I'll drink to that. Y'all, I personally am drinking to this new wig. No, because it's real cute. <laughs> I was looking at it. Oh, it's so cute. Girl, listen, that's what I had to drink too. Cause baby, me and this wig went to New Orleans and we pulled all the men's. So God, right? I still got it. So I drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the black a few years, but you know, I'm back me and this wig. We'll drink to that. All right. Hold on, let me. Period. Y'all, this has been a fun show. Okay, do you hear me? This has been amazing. Learn so much on this show. I'm talking about talent. I'm talking about hard work. We're talking about passion. It was so much. Like, this touched my spirit today. Y'all need to make sure that y'all tap in. Tell everybody how they can find you. Yes, you guys can find me on social media at Taylor Dynese. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R-D-Y-N-E-S-E. I know a lot of people call me Denise, but it's actually Taylor Dynese. Um, mm -hmm. Or if you look up Taylor Bickham on pretty much anything, B-I-C-K-H-A-M, you can find me on anything. Y'all need to tap in, okay? You know, the director is here, period. Because, you know, I like that title. <laughs> me too, sis. Me too. Okay. All right. So, um, you can follow me on all social media platforms, two number sevens, S-E-V-O-N. If you like this, you'll love my morning motivations. They're every single morning on TikTok before 10 a.m. So follow me and turn on my live notifications so you do not miss a beat because you want to be there. I'm telling you, yeah. here every 
single Wednesday, 8 p.m. Don't be late. Don't miss it. Next week, we will have J. Cruz on. Okay, I'm so excited for that one. It's Me Be Me. Y'all know we've been talking about that. We've been talking about personal inventory. So moving into Me Be Me, I'm telling you, you're not going to miss that conversation. So make sure y'all check it out. Subscribe to the newsletter. Make sure you do that because I just dropped the book club um, blog today and I will be doing the full review. You're going to check it out on YouTube, the full review of the four agreements and I'll have my notes in a blog. So you have to subscribe to get those updates. www.igrabthewine.com Calm. I want to thank you one more time for joining me. This has been a wonderful conversation. I'm telling you, I feel so blessed, so blessed, so blessed. Y'all make sure y'all hit that follow button. So until next time, I'll grab the wine. Thank y'all. Good night.